0: Hey guys, welcome back to our podcast. This is Erica
1: and I'm Josh
0: and I love my coffee
1: with a splash of crime.
0: Welcome back. Bet you thought you saw the last of us.
1: (laughs) That podcast open, bust that, bust that podcast open.
0: So It's been two years, right? Two years.
1: Yeah, July 2022. It was right before Hunter's birthday. His first birthday. Oh my gosh. Embarrassing.
0: Embarrassing. But we're back. What happened was we recorded three different episodes, or what was one episode three times, and it kept getting deleted, and we got so frustrated. I got a
1: new computer, and then I got another new computer. So now we're on the correct computer.
0: It just got super frustrating, and we didn't want to re-research something else. But also, we're tired of telling the same story three times because you don't get that genuine reaction. Mm -hmm. So we just thought, you know what?
1: Let's just go on let just
0: quit. <laughs> <laughs> when in doubt, just quit. Then Josh went MIA working really hard. I got
1: another job. And then now I'm doing a job that gives me more free time.
0: And also my toddlers, he's older now and he started school. So he's gone in the mornings, which makes it a lot easier to record and edit and things like that. So We have stability in a schedule now. Way more stability. And we have something
1: called adulting.
0: Yeah, we got our shit together. Not really. It's actually the same. Yeah. No. 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 We're definitely older.
1: Wiser. Yes. Older and wiser.
0: hmm I don't want to spend too much time chatting, even though I know everybody would love to hear it, because the case I'm going to tell you today is a pretty long one. I think we just need to jump right into it. But first, what's in your cup, Josh?
1: I'm really basic. I'm having a vanilla sweet cream cold brew from Starbucks.
0: I changed up my regular drink. Lately, I've been having a venti ice white mocha with no whip. It's pretty sweet, but it's so good. I hated that. Every time I would go to Starbucks, I felt like the drink I used to get would always be made different. It was always super inconsistent. One place, it would be super dark. The other Starbucks, super light, sometimes super sweet, sometimes black and burnt. And I was just sick of paying that much to have something so inconsistent.
1: Inflation, honey.
0: So it's I'm not going to pay that much if no one's going to make it right. So I just switched my drink. Now, I don't know if it's more basic or what, but it's made right at every Starbucks all the time.
1: I think it's because at a location like that, lattes have a set amount of shots, a set amount of milk. Rather than iced coffee, just free pour everything.
0: Okay. I would say let's just jump into this case. I know Josh knows a little bit like quite a bit, but I don't think he knows everything. I'm going to try to give as much detail as possible, but I might not go super in depth because it's so long. And also there's so many resources into looking deeper into this case if you choose to. I'm going to try to go in depth as much as possible. I just don't want it to be like six hours long.
1: No, it's just going to be five and a half.
0: Yeah. But we wanted to give you a really good one today since we left you for so long. All right, let's go. Okay, the case I'm going to tell you about gained global attention and had been everywhere, including social media and the news. Most of you have probably heard of it. It has left many bewildered by the complex web of deception and abuse. For those of you who do not know this case, let's dive deeper and explore the chilling details of this shocking tale. This is the story of Gypsy Rose Blanchard. Before I knew the details of this case, I had so many questions. I remember hearing it on the news when it happened, and I was so curious about how something like this would happen. The best way to tell you this story is from the very beginning. So I'm going to start off with Dee Dee Blanchard, originally Claudine Peter. I think it's pronounced Peter. It's French. And they say it on Google. When you do the, what's it called? Not the translation, but the pronunciation.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. It says it like Peter.
1: Yeah, so it's D.D. <laughs> I got you, don't worry.
0: And she was born in Shack Bay, Louisiana, near the Gulf Coast in 1967. Growing up in Golden Meadow with her family, she was one of five siblings. As a child, she was sexually abused by her own father. The father still denies the abuse to this day. It's possible that she was a victim of Munchausen by proxy with her mother because when she was born, she said that she had a a heart murmur, and many other illnesses, which was only confirmed by her own mother. Didi would be treated differently than her other siblings by her mother. She couldn't do much like the other children because she was sick. Basically, her mom would be like, oh, Didi can't clean because she gets tired easy. Like, she's sick. She can't play. She can't run. Like, whatever. All because of a heart murmur? I think maybe she might have said there were other things as well, but that she was sick or whatever.
1: Because I have a heart murmur, so... You think I can get out of some things. Hopefully. Yeah, I can Milk
0: can't. it. That's what <laughs> I always say. Let's fucking go. <laughs> he was super smothered and treated like a baby. And she got lots of attention and she was the favorite child. Like, she always had all the toys she wanted. She always had nice dresses. She got constant attention. Can't relate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the favorite child. Bitch. She was known for a tendency to steal from her family as a former retaliation. It is isn't important to note that Dee Dee worked as a nurse's aide early in her adult life. And at the age of 24, Dee Dee became pregnant by Rod Blanchard, who was 17 at the time. He was 24 and he was 17? Interesting. She was an abuser, right? Does that make sense? He was not old enough, and maybe she manipulated him as well. Who knows? But she lied about her age. She said, I believe she said she was 21, and then it came out that she was actually 24. That's a weird thing to lie about. They end up having their baby and they name her Gypsy Rose. And then the couple separate shortly after her birth in 1991. Dee Dee with her newborn daughter went to live with her family after Rod resisted her attempts to reconcile, citing that he had been married for the wrong reasons. So they got married when she was pregnant because he came from a pretty religious family. And I think he just believed that was the right thing to do, but then realized it was a mistake. And so they end up separating and going their separate ways. Gypsy Rose Blanchard was born on July 27, 1991 in Louisiana. From an outsider's perspective, her life appeared to be marked by tragedy and struggle. Gypsy Rose Blanchard's childhood was marked by a series of troubling events and manipulation. From an early age, she was subjected to her mother, Dee Dee's extensive and elaborate scheme of portraying her as a severely ill child. According to Rod, Gypsy Rose's father, when Gypsy Rose was three months old, Dee Dee became convinced that she had sleep apnea. At three months old. Which is... Weird to me. Didi became convinced despite repeated hospital stays with sleep monitors and tests showing no signs of the condition.
1: Can you get sleep apnea at three months old?
0: I'm honestly not sure, but I feel like no.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I I'm
0: wondering if maybe if you're, I know if babies are premature, they can have issues at night, like stop breathing, but I don't know if it's.
1: Sleep apnea yeah. or just like pre complications? Right.
0: Didi decided to just purchase A sleep apnea machine for Gypsy and use it at night. And ever since she was three months old, she's used a sleep apnea machine.
1: Do you know anything about sleep apnea? Can you just use one?
0: You're not supposed to because your machine is supposed to be customized for you. What does it do? Depending on how severe your sleep apnea is, the doctors will do a sleep study and they'll test to see how much you're breathing per night or like how many times you stop breathing and for how long. And then they give you a setting for your sleep apnea machine. That basically forces air into your body. So if you stop breathing, it's pushing air through your nose. Wild. Yeah. I've tried on my husband's and it's weird. It feels weird. And if it's too high, it's really weird. Nah, fuck that. Before his machine was too high and it would cause a lot of pressure headaches in his eyes and stuff.
1: Ooh. Yeah.
0: After this, the next thing that started affecting her was that she started having problems with her eyes. At this point, Gypsy was diagnosed with a condition called Stribismus, I think is how you say it. Or strobismus. What is it? It's a condition where one or both of the eyes are not aligned. It can cause blindness and be serious if not fixed early on. This is the only condition that she 100%. She actually had this. And I think this is the only thing that was actually legit. Both G- Gypsy and Dee Dee got so much attention because everybody was so concerned. Because she ended up having surgery when she was just a little girl. And I can imagine everybody being, oh, my gosh, let me bring you meals that week. Your daughter, oh, my gosh, it must be so hard. You're such a good mom. You take such good care of her. What would she do without you? You're, She's so lucky to have you. And probably made Didi Dee Dee feel a purpose. Like, people felt sorry for her. She got all this attention. I know from my knowledge there was something that, like, set it off. People believe that this is what set it off.
1: Okay. Yeah, I figured it was something along those lines.
0: She has her surgery. Everything's good. The attention dies down, and Edie expands her concerns, attributing various health issues to an unspecified chromosomal disorder, which caused other issues such as asthma, muscular dystrophy, and epilepsy. Muscular dystrophy, for those who don't know, is just basically where your muscles weaken over time. So Gypsy, at this point, started using a walker, and then around seven or eight, it's Wait, hard. Wait, she's using a walker at six. Like when she was, yeah, before she was seven, yeah. So around seven or eight, it's hard to tell the ages sometimes on this because her mother ends up lying about her age.
1: That makes sense. I think
0: at this point she wasn't lying about her age, but...
1: It gets fuzzy later.
0: Around seven or eight, Gypsy Rose allegedly suffered a knee abrasion in a motorcycle accident with her grandfather. So she had some scratches on her legs, very minor, but her mom ate it up. She was like... My God, my gypsy got in an accident. So that day, she wraps her in a full leg bandage, like almost a fucking cast. What the and fuck? it's like, hey, you're hurt really bad. You shouldn't be walking on your leg because it could damage your leg further. You don't want to damage your leg further. The next day, she comes home with a wheelchair and she's like, get in, get in the wheelchair. You're going to use a wheelchair now. And you're just going to use it until your leg's better. You can't be walking on a hurt leg. You have to let it heal. And then her mom would be like, can I, she'd be like, I can walk mom. Can I get out of the wheelchair now? And she'd just be like, no, you still need it. Your legs are hurt.
1: This is your new life
0: now. Basically. She's never out of a wheelchair again. Oh. Yeah. Really cute. So she's like insisting that she uses the wheelchair. And of course, later on, people start asking the family, oh, what do you think of this? Oh, did you see the signs? Like Things like that. And... They basically said that one day Gypsy and he were at a family party. I don't know if her mom was inside or she left. I think she left to go. You know how parties are.
1: Yeah, you know. Can have you to go, go grab some
0: ice or something? I don't know. Yeah,
1: or you but, have to pee.
0: Yeah. Lots of beverages. <laughs> lots of beverages. <laughs> so Gypsy jumps out of her wheelchair and gets on the trampoline with the rest of the kids. She's fuck yeah. I'm <laughs> like family just- she's seven or eight at this point. And the family's, oh, my gosh, it's a miracle. Cool, like, get it. She just got out of the wheelchair. She's feeling good. She's doing these things. And her mom comes out and is basically, like, what the F are you doing? Get off the trampoline. Your leg is hurt. You cannot be doing these things. You're paralyzed. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just weird. It's just weird. I'm sorry. Get I'm back in like, your chair, girl. Imagine the family saw it. It's just so it. fucked up. It's so it's fucked
1: so up. so fucked up, but imagine the family. Imagine if you were at a party and the paralyzed girl just got up. Dude,
0: I can't. And it's not even laughing because it's funny. It's not no, funny. No, it's just fucking bonkers. It's like traumatizing. Yes. And I know in, in the moment it's probably, oh my gosh, but it's a miracle.
1: Yeah, like everyone's like super excited. Oh my God, great, you can walk.
0: And she's probably like, why'd you let her get out of the chair? She's going (laughs) to die now. You know what I mean? It's just so dramatic. dramatic.
1: It's like dramatic and traumatic.
0: It really is, yeah. For the whole family. And they're just like, you know what? I don't want a part of it. This lady's crazy. Because it's like, what do you even say to that? That's her mom. I don't know. I just think it's like extreme. Agreed. So later on in... Two thousand one, Dee involved Gypsy Rose in the Special Olympics events and falsely claimed she was eight. She was ten. Okay, when named the honorary queen of the Mardi Gras parade. Got it, girl. She ate it. She did. She actually stopped attending school after second grade due to severe illnesses, supposedly. Air quotes. They this can't just. See her, huh? So they this could. just helped Dee manipulate her daughter and isolate her. When Gypsy was around nine years old, suspicion arose within the family that Didi Dee Dee might have caused her own mother's death in 1997 by denying her food. And remember in the beginning, I told you Didi Dee Dee had a really good relationship with her mother, oh. but might have also been a victim of Munchausen's by proxy. But her mother was constantly giving her attention. So it seems weird. Why would she kill her mom? But apparently everyone just trusted her because she did have that history of being a nurse's assistant. Yeah, you always trust your nurses. So you're like, okay, she knows what she's talking about. Let her take care of her mom or whatever. So since there were these suspicions, she ends up moving out of the house with Gypsy, starts bouncing around, living in public housing, and using child support and public assistance for bills. And I'm sure they have the Medi- oh, Medicaid and all these other things, right? Hey, hold
1: Government assistance in America, and I
0: think it was believed at this point is when she started lying about Gypsy's age. Yeah, you because, said she was
1: Special Olympics. You said she right. Said she was eight, but she was really ten.
0: Yeah, because I think she wanted to get assistance longer.
1: It's, it's super fucked up. You're getting financial help and you're getting all these other benefits. She clearly doesn't want to work.
0: Right, and I'm sure she was getting paid to take care of like a caretaker, her daughter.
1: Yeah, so there's like a lot of different like factors.
0: Because I'm pretty sure at this time, like she wasn't working anymore or anything because she, she be was like the caretaker. On right. Her daughter. Sometime after this, when G- Gypsy was around 90, gets into a pretty serious car accident and her leg is messed up. She goes and stays. I don't know if she was in the hospital or it was a rehabilitation center or something.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But Gypsy goes and stays with her grandpa and her new step grandma. Okay. And the grandpa starts sexually abusing Gypsy. The same way he did to her mother.
1: Okay, so pattern.
0: Right. So he thinks she's disabled. He takes her into the shed and performs sexual acts on her, makes her perform sexual acts on him. And in the new documentary that just came out, Confessions of Gypsy Rose Blanchard on um, Lifetime. Mm -hmm. The grandpa's in this documentary and Gypsy and the uncle and dad. It's the one that just came out after she got released from prison.
1: Oh, so a couple weeks ago? Yeah. Okay.
0: And the grandpa's like, no, I never did anything to her. Never. When she was four, she would try to touch my genitals, but I would tell her no. And when he said that, I was like, you're a fucking liar. What kind of four-year-old tries to grab you by the wiener? They just don't.
1: They don't. That's just weird.
0: That's just weird. Unless if she was already being molested, maybe I could see that. But no, absolutely not. You're a fucking liar. I'm sorry. Yeah, no. No. And after he heals, she moves back in with grandma and grandpa. And then it was said that he starts—I saw something saying that he starts sexually abusing Dee again. And she's 38 at this time. How? Uh-huh. hell? they're, like, all taking baths together, but, like, she never realizes that he was molesting Gypsy or, like, sexually abusing her. You,
1: you would think as a 38-year-old you would be like,
0: no. It's just weird. Maybe she liked it. I don't know. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's just weird. <laughs> not with those anymore. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't know.
1: But clearly, something was not right. But something's not right. Clearly, the screws aren't all there.
0: After all this, and they're asking questions of Dee Dee, like, what's going on with Gypsy? She's just like, you know what? After four years, she's like, let's just move out. So, her and Gypsy. Shit. Yeah. So, her and Gypsy hit the road. And this gives her the chance to lie even more about her sicknesses, right? Because there's no one to keep track of anything. They're going around, they're seeking treatment for supposed illnesses. They're going to different specialists, different hospitals, right? Because if she's telling a doctor one thing and she's not hearing what she wants to hear, she just switches doctors.
1: That sounds complicated. I don't know if you have
0: any evidence of this,
1: but she never had a primary care, a primary doctor that she would constantly go to because she was always switching them. She didn't want them to catch on. Okay.
0: From what I understand. Yeah.
1: Like, okay. That's what I figured, but I thought I would ask.
0: She did end up having negative results for muscular dystrophy and DD Dee Dee gets treatments by fabricating other issues. So she has her history as a nurse's assistant. She's super comfortable with in doctor's offices and hospitals. She knows terminology. So she's super believable. And I think a lot of times when you know terminology, which I know quite a bit of terminology from having a cancer diagnosis and spending a lot of time in doctors and stuff like that is they think, oh, shit, like they've been through it.
1: People feel bad for them.
0: I think they are like, oh, they know what they're talking about. Which makes sense. They wouldn't know all this because no person in their right mind is going to go and do a full medical research, or like, Just not the research, fabric. but full medical terminology, I think doctors are like, oh, okay, she knows about this or she knows about that. So she has convinced doctors to perform numerous surgeries on Gypsy, including removing her salivary glands and inserting a feeding tube, despite being no medical necessity for these procedures. She tried to tell the doctors that she had a sickness that would make her slobber, cerebral palsy. Okay. And that it would make her... Slobber. So she puts a bunch of ore gel in her mouth and everything and takes her in slobbering.
1: What the fuck? To be
0: like, she needs her salivary glands removed.
1: Because she's uncontrolled. Like right? slobber.
0: He ends up putting Gypsy on a strict regimen of medications, many of which causes a lot of harmful side effects. As a result, Gypsy's physical and cognitive development was severely hindered. And she was confined to the wheelchair, even though she could walk. And not being in school, I think it made it seem like she was a lot younger than she actually was because she was educationally delayed.
1: Yeah, and you don't understand social awkwardness and all of that stuff when you're not at school. If you're just at home, you're not going to experience bullying, teasing, playing around, all of that stuff. I feel like it develops a person.
0: Exactly. They said also, that's what I was going to say too, they said that she had a social delay as well. okay. She talked in a really high-pitched voice and stuff like that, and it just made her come off a lot younger than she actually was because she had that social delay.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But Didi just manipulated her daughter, and Gypsy just loved and believed her mom. This started happening at a really young age, so if her mom was like, I want the best for you, you are sick, she believed her.
1: It's hard not to believe someone who is, A, your caretaker, and be somebody you love. If my mom told me something was like wrong with me and I had to get it checked out,
0: and then I would you go, go and the doctors out. doing treatments for this,
1: and you're like, you're clearly like, she's oh, right. Okay, she's right. Like, why the why the hell would the doctor even attempt to do
0: this? The if it doctor was wrong? agreed. Yes, and they did live in Louisiana, and when Hurricane Katrina hit, that's when she also was able to say that. Records were lost, that that's why they switched doctors. Oh my gosh, we're just like I have this sick daughter and now we don't have a home and
1: all fell into place. It's
0: just so perfect for her to manipulate everybody. Then a doctor ends up suggesting that they relocate to Missouri, leading their move the following month. They end up moving. They stayed in a shelter, I think, for a while. I think they said it was a year and a half.
1: There's not a lot of people stay in shelter. Right. For like an extended period of time, because their homes were being rebuilt.
0: Yeah, so they're like, she's just milking all the attention. I bet.
1: Yeah, she's like, I
0: was in a hurricane, and my daughter's sick, and my house is gone, and I just, don't know what to do. And they're like, oh my god, you're doing the right thing. You're such a good mom. Yeah. Says, Hell yeah, I am. Like, she's loving like, it, you eating do it up. Can you want? Exactly, and so definitely something that a lot of people ask about this case is like, how did doctors never notice it? And some of the doctors who had examined Gypsy Rose found no supporting evidence for the reported disorders. One physician suspected that Dee, Dee may have been dealing with a factitious disorder imposed on another, which is Munchausen's by proxy syndrome. It's a condition where a caregiver exaggerates, fabricates, or induces illness in a person under their care for attention. Dee Dee alters her name, following. Suspicions from her family who believed she had poisoned her stepmother, questioning her treatment of Gypsy Rose. Her family was definitely like, what the heck is going on? Did anybody call CPS? I'll get there.
1: Okay. I'll get there. I'm surprised doctors wouldn't.
0: I'm going to get to it. I'm going to get to it. So basically, she was putting weed killer in her stepmom's food every night. And so the family's like, you got to go. What we do. Which, like, random thing is I was on... TikTok, and there was a lawyer on there. I don't know how right this is, but he was basically saying there's five things big lawsuits. Uh-huh. And it's, if you have cancer, I guess Roundup is like one of the leading causes of cancer. Yeah, there's like a huge. It's so thing. crazy. I know it's so crazy. I'm like, what the heck? And she's like feeding it to her stepmom, supposedly. They also said that about
1: it was heartburn medication. Everybody, something like that. But it was like a huge. They ended up pulling it on the shelves, and they don't sell it anymore. Because it was a whole thing. But it was sold out. Targets, Walmarts, CVS, everything. And now it's just gone.
0: Yeah, I could see that. Despite the family being so uncertain about all of this, many people did accept their circumstances as genuine as they received assistance from charities such as Children's Mercy Hospital, Habitat for Humanity, Ronald McDonald House, and the Make-A-Wish Foundation. They actually had a house built for them. Damn. And it was painted in Gypsy's favorite color, which is pink. She starts becoming a little bit of a star. Everybody feels bad for them. They end up building their house. And so that's the house that they end up moving in once they're in Missouri. Okay. Gypsy's dad even tried with the stepmother to visit Gypsy Rose in Springfield. But Dee Dee alters plans, claiming that basically she tells the neighbors that Gypsy's dad was an abusive drug addict and an alcoholic. And... Painted this like picture, so he couldn't come around, and telling Dee Dee like he doesn't love you, he doesn't try to see you, he doesn't care psycho. about you, like he doesn't call shit. you. So then, Gypsy's dude, my dad doesn't care. Like, why do I care to see him? Basically, Dee was saying that Rod, Gypsy's dad, had not accepted their daughter's health issues and failed to provide financial support. She painted him as a bad guy. Dee employed physical abuse as well to control Gypsy Rose. In one of the interviews, this is something that she would do: is when. Gypsy was talking to somebody, either like a doctor or an interviewer. She would hold her hand all the time to make it look like, oh, my sweet daughter. But if Gypsy said something that she didn't want, she would squeeze her hand tight so that she knew to shut up. Okay. Oh, don't say that. Oh, this. Oh, that. Don't say that. Yeah. And I guess it' true that she's hit her before with her hands or a coat hanger, things like that. Damn, yeah, a coat hanger? Crazy shit. Yeah. Medical interventions persisted, not only the saliva glands being removed due to alleged drooling, but also, I think, a Botox treatment. But Gypsy Rose claims her mother induced drooling by numbing her gums with a topical anesthetic, so like or a gel before a doctor visits. And then the anti-seizure medication combined with a lack of salivary glands led to severe dental issues resulting in the extraction of most front teeth and the installation of a bridge. It looks like she had crowns, and then it looks like she had dentures. Because I saw something after saying her dentures don't fit properly anymore. Because she had a And I guess she had tubes in her ears because of ear infections. Her mom just, it's always something. Yeah. pediatric neurologist, Bernardo Blasterstein in Springfield, grew suspicious of the muscular dystrophy diagnosis, ordering tests that found no abnormalities. I'm pretty sure they did the bone density test and it came back normal. So upon questioning Dee Dee's narrative and consulting Gypsy Rose's New Orleans doctor, he discovered discrepancies in her medical history. Though suspecting Munchausen syndrome by proxy, he didn't report Dee Dee to social services as he doubted they would believe him. An anonymous caller in 2009 raised concerns about Dee Dee's use of false identities and suggested Gypsy Rose's actual health. However, a wellness check, so CPS, CPS came out and dismissed the concerns. Okay. Closing the file after accepting Dee's explanation and reporting Gypsy Rose as genuinely mentally disabled. Okay. Along with Dee Dee telling her what to say, coaching her, squeezing her hand. Who knows what else she told her? She could have been like, hey, CPS will take you away and it'll be worse. People well, get yeah. raped in the system. The system I is horrible. I know a lot of parents tell kids... How bad the system is, even if it's worse at home.
1: Yeah, they do this because they want to control the narrative.
0: Who knows what she told Gypsy and what Gypsy believed.
1: Yeah. I wonder if this is why they want to interview kids separately now. I wonder if this was one of the main...
0: I'm sure. I'm sure. Because she could just be like, hey, play dumb. Yeah. And Gypsy would be like, dude, I don't want to go into the system and get raped every day. I'm just going to play dumb.
1: Yeah. She probably told her he'll get raped and murdered.
0: Probably. Parents say stuff like that. Mm Mm-hmm. Speaking from experience. What? I'm just kidding. Yeah. So Gypsy's life ha- was filled with constant doctor visits, hospital stays, public appearances to gain sympathy and financial assistance from various charitable organizations and individuals, which I touched on already. Didi became an expert at playing the role of a devoted and selfless mother of a severely disabled child manipulating those around her into believing her fabricated narrative. Gypsy lived under this facade for years, unaware that her medical conditions and disabilities were all lies concocted by her own mother. It wasn't until Gypsy began to explore her own identity and question her mother's claims that she uncovered the truth about her own health and the extent of her mother's deceit. C.D. Blanchard forged Gypsy Rose's birth certificate, altering her birth date to 1995, reinforcing claims that she was still a teenager. Gypsy Rose, unsure of her age for 14 years, saw the genuine copy during a hospital visit, which caused confusion dismissed by Dee Dee as a misprint. What the fuck? So she sees her birth certificate, and she's like, I'm older than my mom said. Once she turns 23, she's questioning everything. What the fuck is going on? Starting to mature as well. And at this point, she has access to the internet. She ends up meeting a man at a convention. She's obsessed with Disney. She's obsessed with fairy tales. She loves conventions and stuff like that. So she goes dressed up something Star Wars and she starts going like in 2001, but now at this point, she's at an event in 2011 and she meets somebody and they end up connecting online from what I understand. And when her mom finds out that they are talking online, her mom destroys her computer. Destroys it? Smashes it with oh. a hammer. Is like, next time it's going to be your
1: hand. Really strange. When we moved out of our house, we had the old Xbox. And I don't know if you remember, we tried to destroy it. So we took a baseball bat to the Xbox. We couldn't destroy it. Yeah. The thing was indestructible. Yeah. So that means she had yeah. actual rage.
0: Yeah, I think so. Yeah.
1: That's what I was getting at there, but that's psycho.
0: So Gypsy Rose ends up getting leashed and handcuffed to her bed for two weeks and starved
1: for two days. Perfect. That's the perfect punishment.
0: I know. It's crazy. He falsely claims that she filed police paperwork, asserting Gypsy Rose's mental incompetence, discouraging her from seeking help. Then following her release from the bed, Gypsy ends up packing a bag to leave and her mom finds the bag. She kept a BB gun on the side of her bed, but she would tell Gypsy it was a real gun to threaten her with. So she shoots her mom 10 times, and it's, but it's a BB gun. It ends oh, up being shit. a BB gun. And so her mom's like, what the hell? Bitch, you just tried to kill me.
1: But isn't this like a hostage situation at this point?
0: Basically, yeah. I know she had many attempts to get away from her mom, and her mom, it seemed like she always found her. And I think in this situation, she just felt stuck. She felt like if she told the doctors, they didn't believe her. If she told the police, they wouldn't believe her because she has all this documentation.
1: What else are you going to do?
0: Yeah, she like didn't know what to do, but she wanted to leave. She wanted a fairy tale and she wanted a happy ending. So one of the people that her mom did let her spend time with was an older neighbor, a girl that Mm -hmm. was older than her, not like she wasn't old. She was just older than Gypsy. And I believe she was like 23 at the time. And they're always talking about this stuff. And she's like, you know what? If you want to meet this guy, you should join a dating site. Well, on a dating site. Around 2012, Gypsy. She's trying to find a connection online. She meets Nicholas. I think it's God, John. Yes. She meets him on a Christian Singles website. And he's from Big Bend, Wisconsin.
1: So now we're on Christian Mingle. We're on Christian Mingle, girl. Welcome to Christian Mingle. Today we're going to be matching Welcome all of our Christian viewers
0: Mingle with the wonderful Christian in their the life. Faith.
1: The faith of God.
0: So, so.
1: Should I join Christian? Mingle? He
0: has a criminal record for indecent exposure because he watched porn and jerked off in a McDonald's. What the fuck? <laughs> I swear. I swear, I'm He's sorry, I right. came out
1: of He took that make a D to the he, new level. He did take that make a
0: D to the big... You make a D's notes. So he obviously is not okay. You know what I mean? He's not okay. So he has a history of mental illness and... He took
1: the play place to a new level.
0: He really did. It was too much play. Not a big <laughs> enough place. Like Too much play at the wrong place. It was literally... High.
1: I know. I don't know no, I have so many of these all of a sudden. It's horrible, but I don't Did know I why. Did I ever tell
0: you about the story about the guy that would jerk off in class? What? Okay, so when I was younger, I'm not going to say his name because I don't think it would be right. <laughs> so I was must have been in, I think I was in eighth grade because we started having more classes. You had homeroom. And you had more classes, but it wasn't like high school yet. I want to say it was eighth grade. We were having homeroom first period. And for a while, this guy would like, or this kid, he was young. He was not from here. He was from a different country. And he would put his hand into his sweats pocket And touch himself. And it had been going on for a while. Our our classroom was set up in rows. The teacher was at the front. Imagine how Spanish class would be set up or something like that. That's how my chemistry class was. The teacher had four or five students right in front of her. And then the rows went all the way back. Okay. And everybody would try to ignore this boy doing this thing. Because we were at the age where everybody knew what it was. Everyone knew what he was doing. Everyone knew that it was wrong. But it was awkward. And it was awkward for the teacher as well. I don't think at first the teacher noticed it and some of the kids would snicker around him. I sat right next to him. What? The? So I could fully got the, I got the full show. And I'm not going to say anything like. He didn't charge you? No, free show. Damn. So it was a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more. And he wouldn't look around. He would just look straight at the classroom. And just, it was almost like he didn't realize that everyone could see him. Yeah. Now I'm like, okay, was it like, was he on the spectrum or something? Maybe. Because how could you not notice kids staring at you and nickering?
1: Silent reading.
0: But it seemed like he was ignoring it. Oh, okay. It was weird. And so he, one day, we're all in class, and at this point, he has a full erection, hand down the front of his pants, like not in his pocket, like literally down his pants, and he's full stroking, just staring straight ahead, like staring at the teacher. Everyone around now is making fun of it because we're everyone's kids. They have no impulse control. Everyone's laughing. I can't believe I haven't told you the story. I'm like, so the teacher calls him outside and the teacher calls him outside and she's, I need to talk to you at the front outside now. And calls the principal on the little phone intercom that used to be next to the door.
1: Like the little phone.
0: Yes. The principal is up there, and they're talking to him outside of the classroom. The principal takes him to the office, and he never came back to the class ever How, how again. are you supposed to come to class to that? Done. Not in our class anymore. Did he get expelled? I have no idea. I think you would have to get
1: expelled for, like, sexual activity. It
0: was crazy. It was crazy.
1: You're just, like, silent reading. You just so, look over, and you just hear,
0: oh. It was, I swear <laughs> to God. Like, he was going to come in his pants. I don't know. It was weird. So... That being said, you really came around. The reason that Gypsy connected so well with this Nick guy is because he said that he had dissociative identity disorder and he was on the spectrum, the autism spectrum. Okay. So maybe the same type of thing. Maybe that's a thing. I don't know. I really don't know, but obviously they're, like, connecting online over them both being, quote-unquote, sick, I guess. Just different. Or having illness. Yeah, being outcasted. Which being makes sense. Being secluded, feeling like you're not.
1: The outcasts go with the outcast And right. the popular kids go with the popular kids.
0: Right. So, in 2014, Gypsy Rose discloses to her 23-year-old neighbor. So, this is the neighbor I was talking about that was like, oh, Join a, a group or whatever. She, Gypsy ends up telling, her name's Aaliyah, that she and this guy, Nick, had discussed eloping and even selecting names for potential children.
1: So they liked each other.
0: So Gypsy Rose, she ends up having multiple Facebook accounts. I read somewhere mm-hmm. it was five. But she engaged in flirtatious online exchanges with this dude incorporating BDSM elements, which she claimed was more his interest.
1: Oh, she freaky, freaky. She, she freaky, freaky girl.
0: She crazy girl. <laughs> she crazy girl. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. We don't keep shame around. We here. don't. We're classy. But she was like, no, you know what? It was his thing. I want a fairy tale. I'm just trying to find my fairy tale. But last week on Facebook, Instagram, she said the D was fire with her new husband. So I was like... Girl, now we know the mm. truth. Don't be shy.
1: Certified free. Tell
0: us. Tell us. What.
1: Don't be no, shy. Just just but really, tell us.
0: Also tell us.
1: No, i just kidding. <laughs> but, but don't. But, but, but
0: really, tell us. So she, like, says that he's into all this crazy, kinky shit. She's, like, sending him sexy pictures and all this stuff. Aaliyah, the neighbors, you know what? You're too young. Because at this point, everyone thinks she's, I think, like 15 or 16. And the dude is older, so she's just like, no, this dude's way too old for you.
1: Yeah, no, nah, he's a creep.
0: But I think at this point, Gypsy hadn't even seen that birth certificate yet. So Gypsy also thinks she's young.
1: Which makes sense.
0: And so the neighbor's like, you know what, you're too young. This is a potential exploitation by a sexual predator. I would say, just back, back off. off. But then she ends up seeing her birth certificate, and she's oh buzz I'm 18 it's fine or 19 or what was she 23 she's it's fine even though Didi was like super strict over her internet use which in the past she had destroyed her phone and laptop she still found a way to maintain contact with her neighbor Aaliyah the neighbor yeah couldn't she just walk over to be honest I believe no she would have to wheel over she'd have to roll over sorry my bad but I don't think she was just always allowed to like leave freely she didn't have any control They maintained contact until 2014, and she actually saved printouts of her post. So the following year, Gypsy Rose orchestrates and finances a meeting between her and this guy, John, and her mother in Springfield. So she's like, How am I going to introduce you to my mom on the low key? Oh, it was an accident type of thing. Oh my God, so funny running into you here. Exactly. So their plan, they're like, You know what? We're going to go see Cinderella. She's like, I love Cinderella. All dress up as Cinderella, you dress up as the prince. We're gonna go. I, th- I believe Dee Dee was in costume too. They're like, it's gonna be fun. Basically, her and her mom always went to the movies and they're like, it's ain't no thing. Ain't no okay. thing. Girl. So it's they the go. Tuesday. Oh my God. Funny running into you here. Oh my God. So they become friends and her mom's not about it. She's like, this. No. They meet March 2015 and this is our first time meeting. Hmm. And supposedly, Gypsy goes to the bathroom. This guy goes to the bathroom, and they engage in sexual activity in a bathroom handicap stall, according to him. Gypsy, at some point, said that they did not have sex because he couldn't get it up. After their meeting, they go home, but they continue their online interactions, and they start coming up with a plan. So they conspire? They conspire. So on June 14, 2015, neighbors were alarmed by a distressing Facebook posts on Dee Dee's Facebook. It says... That bitch is dead on her wall. And someone responds right away, what's going on? And then somebody else put, what? Did your Facebook get hacked? I've never heard you talk like that. And someone's, I bet she did. And then someone's, sounds like y'all are watching a movie. And then Dee's Facebook responds. And it says, I fucking slashed that fat pig and raped her sweet, innocent daughter. Her scream was so fucking loud, LOL. Whoa. So then everybody's, okay, she's not hacked. This is like (laughs) something, right? Obviously, those Facebook posts are pretty shocking. The neighbors alert the police about concerns for Dee Dee Blanchard's well-being, suspecting foul play because of these Facebook posts. Which makes sense. And then the police go over there, can't get in right away. They need a warrant. They end up getting in and they find... Dee, Dee Blanchard dead in her home with 17 stab wounds. Her daughter, Gypsy Rose, 23, was missing. And since her medications in her wheelchair were still there, there were concerns that Gypsy may have been abducted. Okay. The police find Gypsy Rose supposedly with severe health issues in Wisconsin with her online boyfriend, Nicholas. Subsequent investigations reveal that Gypsy Rose was an adult without the reported health problems, leading to a shift in public sentiment from concern for a disabled girl's possible abduction to shock and sympathy for her situation. The plan was that Nicholas returned to Springfield while Gypsy Rose and her mother were at a doctor's appointment. She had him come and she had already sent him videos of what the house looked like and where her mom would be. And upon their return with Dee asleep, so it she probably took naps after.
1: Probably because doctors are tiring.
0: Right. And so he goes to the Blanchard house and Gypsy Rose allegedly provided him with the duct tape, the gloves, and the knife, instructing him to use it to murder Dee Dee. She had stolen the hunting knife from Walmart one day when her and her mom were shopping, like behind her mom's back. Okay. They had looked at different ways to murder and she researched, did they shoot her? Should they do this? Or what should they do? And they decided that the best way would be To stab her. I don't know why. She hid in the bathroom and covered her ears to avoid hearing her mother scream. Nicholas stabbed Dee Dee 17 times in the back while she slept. Following the murder, he asserted that they engaged in sexual intercourse in Gypsy's room. Apparently, after he killed her mother, he wanted to rape her. But Gypsy was like, no, absolutely not. Just rape me instead. Okay. From what I understand is they started having sex, but halfway through, she was like, no, this is wrong. Mm-hmm. And he like continued. Okay. So. Which probably just helped him get off more. Right. Like maybe that's why he was a psychopath, and that's why at the movies he couldn't get it up, but after stabbing her. Yeah,
1: that's what I'm saying. Because they can... say
0: that that using a knife on somebody is supposed to be like penetration, and it like mm-hmm. similar to penetration, and it gets like psychopaths and stuff. We'll get off to it, and then they can perform. Yeah, that's what I meant. The pair ends up taking four thousand dollars in cash from the house, mostly from the child support checks, and leaves to a motel outside Springfield for a few days, planning their next move. They were captured on security cameras at various stores during this time. Gypsy Rose believed that they had successfully escaped justice at this point. So. Avoid being caught with a murder weapon. They mailed it back to Nicholas's house in Wisconsin and then took a bus there. So instead of traveling with a the knife, they were like, oh, my God, we shouldn't travel. What if we get caught with it? Let's well, we're just, just gonna... mail it home. Oh, that's. So instead of just getting rid of it. Why don't they
1: just ditch it?
0: I have no idea. They thought it was a better idea to mail it back. Maybe they didn't want someone to find it. I don't know, but it shows how mature they were at that point. Oh, yeah. Witnesses noted Gypsy Rose wearing a blonde wig and walking unassisted on their way to the Greyhound Station. They were eventually apprehended by law enforcement. The neighbor that she would talk to all the time, she was at the Blanchard's lawn after the discovery of Dee Dee's body because they were. she was friends with Gypsy and she was like yeah. obviously super concerned for her friend. But then she ends up telling the police that Gypsy had a secret boyfriend online, and she provided printouts she had saved, including his name. When her and Gypsy were, like, talking back and forth about this guy and his name and all of those things, she had printed them out for the police. So with this information, the police request Facebook to trace the IP address of the post to Dee Dee's account. They didn't find uh, Dee Dee's body for, I think, five days. Mm-hmm. And Gypsy was like— When she got back to Nicholas's house, realized that it wasn't this fairy tale. Like, he was actually controlling and weird, and she was like, this sucks. But then also, her mom hadn't been found yet. She was, like, watching the news, and she felt bad that her mom was just there, not being found. She's the one who posts those posts on her mom's Facebook
1: Uh, to get the attention. Okay.
0: So that they would find her mom, thinking, like, they had already gotten away. So they traced the IP address to the post on Dee account from Gypsy. And the location was Wisconsin, leading to a raid on this dude's house in Big Bend the next day by police agencies in Waukesha County. So,
1: Waukesha? Wow. Waukesha.
0: Like, wow, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Nicholas and Gypsy rose surrender and are arrested on charges of murder and felony armed criminal action. Renowned expert Mark Fieldman highlighted this case as a rare instance where an abused child by a factitious disorder resorted to killing their abusive parent. Gypsy accepted a plea deal in which she pled guilty to second-degree murder and was sentenced to 10 years in prison. Due to her history of manipulation and abuse, the authorities recognized that Gypsy was also a victim in this case. However... Nicholas was convicted of first-degree murder and received a life sentence without the possibility of parole. This case raises significant questions about the depths of human deception, the impacts of mental illness, and the failures of our societal systems to protect them. The revelation of Gypsy Rose's fabricated illnesses shocked the Blanchard's neighbors leading to disbelief and reflection on their trust in Dee Dee's claims. Aliyah, whose information led to the discovery of the crime, cried in disbelief. A candlelight vigil for Dee, Dee was attended by over 60 people. In a news conference, Sheriff Arnott highlighted the community's generosity, but emphasized the vulnerability to deception. Charities involved expressed deep sadness over the situation, with a spokesperson for Habitat for Humanity expressing sorrow. Dee Dee's family in Louisiana, previously critical of her treatment of Gypsy Rose, did not mourn her. They considered Dee Dee deserving of her fate. Rod Blanchard, Gypsy Rose's father, was more forgiving, acknowledging the web of lies, but expressing happiness at seeing Gypsy Rose walking independently. Gypsy Rose served her sentence in Chillicothe, Correctional Center, Missouri. She researched Munchausen syndrome by proxy in prison, recognizing her mother's symptoms. Despite initially believing Dee Dee's claims, she hoped doctors would see through the ruse. Gypsy Rose expressed frustration at the lack of intervention by medical professionals. After serving her sentence, Gypsy Rose talked to the media, sharing her experiences and expressing a desire to help other abuse victims. She acknowledged the consequences of her actions, but highlighted her longing for a normal life. Gypsy Rose faces challenges, including potential trust issues with doctors and exhibiting behaviors learned from her mother. Experts emphasize the need for supportive psychotherapy due to likely post-traumatic stress disorder. On June 27, 2022, Gypsy Rose Blanchard married Ryan Scott Anderson. Subsequently, on September 29, 2023, Missouri Department of Corrections confirmed her parole grant. Gypsy Rose was released on December 28. 2023 having served 85% of her sentence as per state law and that brings us to the end of today's episode i hope our dive into gypsy rose blanchard's case has shed some light on this baffling and complex story the manipulation and abuse shaped gypsy's perception of reality this manipulation and abuse shaped gypsy's perception of reality leaving her in a state of confusion and dependency on her mother The psychological and emotional toll on Gypsy was immeasurable, and she ultimately felt trapped and suffocated by her mother's constant control. This troubling childhood laid the foundation for extreme behavior Gypsy exhibited later on, seeking a way to break free from the oppression she had endured for so long and create a life of her own. While her actions may seem extreme and criminal to many, it's crucial to understand the context of her upbringing and the psychological impact it had on her. The case of Gypsy Rose Blanchard sheds light, on the potential for deep-seated manipulation abuse and the lengths some individuals go to maintain control and deceive others. It remains a tragic and incredibly complex story with profound implications for mental health, the welfare system, and the understanding of human behavior. Pop off this. (laughs) (laughs) It's just because I think a lot of people are like, okay, she still killed her mom. You can't just kill somebody.
1: No, you can't.
0: You know what I mean? Somebody did die. But the family flushed her ashes down the toilet. What? The mom. Really? Yeah. Damn. They were like boom, boom, pop, pop. <laughs> and then they flushed her. That's crazy. Which like
1: They technically put her in the ocean. Is like, that another way that works?
0: It kinda does, yeah.
1: This case is a wild one.
0: I'm happy for her being out and everything and She still did serve a long time. And even though I think her mom was sick too, not right.
1: No, it's not. Either way. I think this is one of the cases that I feel bad for everybody. Yeah. I feel bad for the mom having to, A, lose her life. But I also feel horrible for Gypsy to have to endure that type of suffering and pain over all the years and everything. I feel like it's a double-edged sword when it comes to it.
0: Especially because, like, she would have never been able to get out.
1: No, no matter what she had done, no matter who she had gone to, it would have been hopeless.
0: Especially with doctors confirming that they've done all these surgeries and everything.
1: Yes. I feel like that's why I'm always an advocate for mental health and an advocate for reaching out if you need help or anything like that. Because I feel like realistically, if anybody's ever in a situation where they feel like they can't talk to someone, that's not 100% true because you can
0: always talk to someone. It's just having the right resources to find. Exactly. Who to go to. It's true. Because she was so isolated. Her mom made it impossible.
1: Yes, it's true.
0: But that's all I have for you today.
1: Thank you for telling that story.
0: You're welcome. I hope everybody enjoyed us being back.
1: <laughs> Seriously.
0: And then if anybody has suggestions for future episodes or cases you'd like us to cover, don't hesitate to reach out to us on social media.
1: We're still on Instagram.
0: And make sure you like, rate, and subscribe if you want to hear more. So until next time, stay curious and stay safe.
1: (laughs) Until next time, we'll see you. Bye. Bye.